Hello, Marvelites. Welcome to a fun, super awesome episode of This Week in Marvel. I'm Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Marvel's Agent M, Vice President and Executive Editor, joined by... I am Blake Garris, and we have a very, very special... I think you're the first uh, celebrity guest we've had in 2016. Introduce yourself, sir. Hey, everybody. I'm Wayne Brady. So I, I got to give some backstories to how I found out or we invited you here. I heard that you were in Kinky Boots, yes. and I've been a fan of yours for years. I saw Kinky Boots before that, and I was like, Wayne Brady in Kinky Boots, I gotta see a picture. I'm thumbing through the photos. I keep going, you're hanging out with Stan Lee and Spider-Man in a photo. <laughs> yeah, man. And I was like, I think that you could be a fan. And then I reach out to your wonderful publicity team, and now you're a huge fan. Not even just to say fan. I um, I I love comics to a degree that is probably unhealthy <laughs> for a grown ass man, a forty three year old man, um, to love comics and and escapism. But because of comics, that's why I think uh, it. That's part of why I excel. I believe at what I do in terms of even even uh, improvisation and making stuff up because I'm still a kid in that aspect and I tap into that and the stories and the imagination uh, that uh, comic books were my best friends as a kid um, that I would just stay in my room for hour, uh, four hours at a time and read and when you can't travel reading about people that can go to different planets <laughs> and that can teleport and that can do all these things that was the best thing that I could possibly do for my mind as a kid so yes I'm a fan so you uh, you read growing up. What were you reading? What were your favorite? The first characters? thing that I can remember reading, and this is going to sound like I'm sure that you've had other people say this, but this is the honest to god truth. I remember the very first comic book that I held in my hand, my grubby little <laughs> eight year old hands, was I had um, one of the first issues of X Men. Didn't know what they were like back in the day when Wolverine had that had like the original yellow with the odd little three three stripes and the yeah, yeah. big ass foil, foils on his head. Um, I The first thing I read was X-Men, um, Captain America, uh, just in no, ran, ran in no uh, straight, straight order, um, Micronauts. Yeah, of course. Rom and the Micronauts. I mean, that <laughs> was and the like... Micron right, and it was because of the Rom toy. Yes. So I had Rom... <laughs> Um, and I had the Micronauts, and I, I was a huge Micronaut guy for a while. Like I annoyed the hell out of my mom by by pretending that that I was Bug. So I'd run around going, "Mom, mom, mom." It's like, what what the hell are you doing? I'm just making weird ass noises. Um, and uh, Captain America was probably my my favorite. Um, Dragon Fist. Uh, no, no, um, Luke Cage. Actually, when he had his own book at first, that yeah. and I've got to say, like, especially being from the neighborhood that I was raised in, um, in the early '70s, God bless Stan Lee. What a great big deal that was to see a character that was powerful, and um, he had this world-class strength and didn't take crap from anybody. Someone that looked like someone that looked like you or the person that lived next door to you. That that was a pretty empowering move. Um, I remember that specifically as a kid. Um, and uh, I think those are the oh, and the and the defenders. We were talking about the defenders. I read read the early defenders. Like with Doctor Strange, Hulk, Silver Surfer defenders, or with Cloud, or no, yeah, yeah, the very first in, in incarnation. Damn you, Apple Watch. 
Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, the the very first incarnation yeah. of it. Um, and I think that those were the ones that my mom let me read because she had to be my source to go get it because I didn't have a job. Yeah. So I begged her for money to go get the comic books until she wouldn't. Um, and then I earned my own money. But the And I'll share with you, uh, the one time that, I, I, that I've ever committed a crime <laughs> in my life, and this is because of you, Marvel, and I've done my penance, is I shoplifted when I was a kid. I was like 12, and, it, it, and there was a 7-Eleven in my neighborhood, and mom wouldn't give me the, the money to get these books. And I was with these other kids who were like, yeah, Wayne, just get the books. No, I can't. My mom told me, little bitch. Like, I'm, not, I'm not a little bitch. Go get the books. I'm not going to. Needless to say, I shoplifted that day. I grabbed a handful of Submariner. <laughs> <laughs> and, and You really made out. <laughs> yeah, like I had Submariner. I, 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 I had the, the X-Men. I was like, oh, this is great. And, and then I felt so guilty that at the end of school, I ended up going back and I turned it in and, and I got busted. But I'd I'd rather do that than my mom did such a a, a job on me that I couldn't even pull <laughs> off a theft without hearing her in my head. So it's not 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 because I'm a good boy. It's just it's just because she she Stockholm syndrome me. So so thanks, mom. <laughs> Whatever works. Whatever I, works. I will say that this is the I think this is the first time we've ever talked about bug on this, which is the official Marvel podcast, which we've done 400 episodes of. This is we the had first one wrong, time. Though. We had Rom, but no yeah. one has ever, and definitely no impressions of of Bug. So kudos to you. Thank that's you very huge. Because he's you. and that's that's like super deep cut. Like he's you know people are like oh Guardians of the Galaxy. He's been he's actually been in some Guardians comics mm-hmm. in the last like fifteen years or so. But like nobody knows that character. So that's not where he started. That's no. See, that's where you, when you know that I'm a real ride or die fan. I've gone away sometimes, but I've always come back. And and now I'm definitely uh, definitely back in the fold. And uh, Agents of Shield, you're oh Agents of Shield. I love that show. I love that show. I have to say, I watched the first season, and I went away for a few episodes. I was like, I don't know where this is going. The development, da da da. It came back with a vengeance in the second season, and now I'm just hooked. I'm just hooked. So I'm lobbying my agent and the casting director. I, I don't know if I've got to talk to the dude who, who works on catering, um, <laughs> but at some point, I will pop up in S.H.I.E.L.D. I will pop up. I think we know a couple of people. Yeah. We could at least like make a, a, a nice request. Uh, that would be like, wonderful. It, either to be be a, a brand new agent or to be an inhuman, to have some, some awesome power and uh, yeah. So I'm just making my official claim right now. Do you, if you had your druthers, what would the power be? Hmm, that's a. I would want it to be. And what I like about the Inhumans, that especially on the show, their powers are a little bit like they're not as, like oh he flies, he runs really fast, she does this. Like there's you know Joey who like has this sort of metal manipulation deconstruction type power. That's what I He's thought really was one cool. of the cool. That's what I thought was one of the coolest things. Instead of it being just just the big oh I can blow up this thing. It's like no, I specifically can alter metal yeah. to do such and such, which is the, the uh, smart smart piece of the show. So I, I think I'd want a, a power like that, the ability to change something to something else that, that with my training as an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., maybe if I wasn't inhuman as well, that to be able to use that along with your fighting prowess so you could transmute something, beat somebody with it, 
and change it back. That's pretty badass to yeah. be able to beat somebody with this thing. Oh no, that's a rubber band in your hand. You're you're not gonna hurt me, really. It's a club. <laughs> now it's rubber band again. Come on. This episode is writing itself. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Let's talk to Jeff. Um, you've been in the in Hollywood for so long. Aren't you like buddies with some of the Shield? Men? Couldn't Clark just make you a Shield agent or something? <laughs> you know what to call up Clark? He said, Yo, Clark, it's Wayne. Can you make me a shield, dude? <laughs> I wish I knew Clark. I followed his career for a long time. Um, sit, sitcom and movies, and now, we, you know, the shield thing? He's brilliant, and I'm so happy for him. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know any of those cats. Damn me and my lack of networking. <laughs> no, you know what it is? Is I play too many video games and read too many graphic novels, so I'm always in my house when there's an award show. <laughs> I'm a recluse. Uh, I, what are you playing? Uh, right now, I'm playing uh, a few things. I'm playing um, uh, Black Ops uh, z Zombies. I'm trying to okay. make my way through through that map, the, the giant. And I'm doing it by myself because, once again, I'm very antisocial. In the same way. I don't like multiplayer online games. I just can't handle I listen to those people and the things that they say, and I just want to... I don't want to play video games. I just want to get away. Especially. Now, I, I can take that coming from a grown man. So you say something to me, and I say something back to you. We we have boundaries. When I'm playing, and I hear, Yeah, Kevin, come on. I'll pop a cap in your ass. Your mama, come on, Bill, bitch. You're 12, yeah. and you're in Nebraska, and you're yelling at me and telling me all kinds of things about my mama and my lineage and my race. If, if I could, my, that's my power. That's my inhuman power. <laughs> I would be able to ride through the internet, appear out of your TV, smack the hell out of you, and come right back, and you'd never know. And then the dude would go to his mom, Mama, that dude from TV, Wayne Brady just smacked me. Oh, honey, you're grounded. <laughs> that would be awesome. That's amazing. Can't stand playing online now. Yeah, I'm the same way. So, what, like, I'm playing Fallout 4 right now. I'm like, that so lost me. Just, oh, really? It lost me because I have no patience. You okay. you you must have patience. I do. I built him up a little bit. I walked around. I'm in my suit. I got I got one of the suits. Um, this is relatively close to the beginning of the game. You know, after he um, he meets up with a I think they're like a little militia. Yeah. And he defends them. Climbs up on the roof. Finds a suit. Yeah. Then jumps down and accomplishes the mission with them. And then they're like, Well, if you want to come with us, or if you do do your thing, and I high five them, and I'm tromping across the desert in my suit. I got bored. Just walking across the desert in my suit random folks and then all of a sudden my suit ran out of battery i'm like well where do i get batteries for this suit i was mad i broke the suit down for spare parts i put it back in my inventory just ran around randomly killing things because i liked how it looks <laughs> then then i got bored but 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 i'm sure that deeper it's an amazing game there are some fun parts to it uh, maybe i'll go back yeah um, i'm gonna mention we'll get back to the comics thing in a second but i mean obviously we got to talk kinky boots yeah um i saw the show a while back. How many how many times in this episode are you going to say you saw the show? I only said it once. So far it's twice. I'm going to count. Twice? I said I saw it Three twice. times. You guys are freaking me out <laughs> now. Go. Um, so the thing I said I did, I did it. This is the beginning of the interview. Yes. <laughs> um, it, it's fantastic. Uh, what Had you seen it before? Yeah. I, I saw it through three or four times before, actually, because I was a, a fan of Billy Porter's. Mm -hmm. And I saw the movie with, uh, I always slaughter his name, no disrespect, Chwetel Ejiofor, I believe. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yeah. Chiwetel. I love him. That was actually the first thing that I'd ever seen him in. And when I saw that movie, I, I remember thinking to myself, wow, 
that'd be a great stage play. Didn't, didn't think of it as a musical. Then when they were doing the workshop of it, I got an email from my agent saying, hey, they're doing a workshop for this musical, Kinky Boots. They want to know if you'd like to play the character of Lola. Like, yeah! And whoever plays this is going to get a Tony. I got my Tony. I, I'm doing my dance. I was in the bathroom. I was naked. Sorry about the visual. I was dancing around. I'm going to get my Tony. A week later, sorry, but they've decided to go with, with someone else. Um, and then they told me that it was Billy. He's like, well, hell, okay. He's amazing. So fast forward to me seeing the show a few months after they opened, crying my eyes out. Loved the show. Saw it again the next year. Took my daughter to it. Then this year I got a call asking if I would like to take over. And it was an instant yes. The message is amazing. If you listening in Marvel Land haven't seen Kinky Boots or seen the movie, it's a story about, uh, it's a two-piece story about a guy named Charlie whose dad owns a shoe factory in, uh, in and I just blanked on the name of the city, uh, Northampton, right? In Northampton. And um, the factory is going out of business. He takes a trip into London to try to convince a buddy of his to buy the surplus shoes, um, tries to step in and intercede in a mugging of this lady, and the lady knocks him out with a shoe. He comes to, lady is actually a drag queen named Lola, this bigger than life, joyous um, uh, force of nature. They start talking, Charlie hits upon the idea, well, if there's a lot of people like you in the world, Maybe we should start making shoes to accommodate these men that want to wear these shoes. I, I want you to help me. And together they form this partnership and this brotherhood. And it's a message of tolerance. It's a message of fly your freak flag as high as you want it to uh, because it's not a bad thing. It's about being yourself and accepting other people. And you leave the theater singing. And I get to dress as I never thought that I'd be on stage in drag. And I have to tell you, it's probably the most liberating role that I've done in all my years. I gotta say, of no, I went with my parents, and my dad has slept through some really great plays. <laughs> he did not sleep. He loved this play. Yeah. And that was enough for this is a play for everybody. I love it. And it's how it. did you get prepared for it? That's gotta you're working. Um, I, I got prepared once I knew that I needed to learn to walk in those shoes. Right. Those shoes still. <laughs> still get me sometimes <laughs> now they're comfortable like i'm in like six inch heels now they're comfortable but in the opening number the hardest part of the show for me is in the opening land of lola number i'm supposed to take these two small steps it's a it's like a big slow slinky step then another slow slinky slip and then quick steps walking slowly and having the balance in those heels and trying to look sexy or the approximation of what someone might be if they were sexy without looking like a goon is the weirdest thing in the world. <laughs> and there are some nights where I start off and I go, leave expectation. And, and I take the first step like, oh, this is not going right. This is not, oh. And then I have to have to catch my step and I play play it off like a dance move. And, like, and, and the audience is like, you almost fail. So uh, that's probably the hardest part with the shoes. That was the biggest piece of preparation. And then past that, um, the whole show, the vocal range is amazing. So to really be on my P's and Q's vocally, uh, to make sure that I stay healthy so I can play these songs, and then to just uh, um, learn what it was like from a couple of my friends who are award-winning drag queens. What's it like to try to be this person and walk around in that skin? And uh, I think I'm doing a fairly good job at it, and folks seem to like it. So I'm there until the end of March. So come out and see me, and there. How many performances do you do a year? Uh, a week, I should say. Eight shows a week. Okay. 
It and is what is no like two on the weekend joke. each? Two on Saturday, two on Sunday for right now. Yeah. It is no joke whatsoever. It's a, but it's worth it. That the work that I do on this show, it's it's funny that I bust my butt like this because in TV land, you know, doing Let's Make a Deal, I, I I'm only in the studio for what three hours really? What, what four for 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 four hours? I, and I tape three shows. So oh, like sort of for four and a half hours. I, I tape them back to back. Who's line that we're taping right now? I'm I'm there all day, but I'm just horsing around my buddies. Even doing a drama or something like I'm on Kevin Hart's uh, Real Husbands of Hollywood. You know that sitcom. I come in, do my scenes. I, I'm out. This is the most work that I've done in years. This show, um, and it's it's amazing. Is there any like brain switching you have to do when you go from something like Who's Line to going back to the stage and doing you know eight shows in a week? Like, do you do you have to change the way you approach? things not the way that I approach the role because a character is a character but I do need to tamper the instinct that I have e even touring doing doing my own shows if someone in the audience says something to me I say something back I have complete license and carte blanche to to talk to that dude hey Wayne, nah, 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 nah. shut up drunkie <laughs> shut up now you sit sit down shut up and we go on with the show when you're doing this piece as Lola people feel the need because it's me, I guess, and they're comfortable that even Lola, they'll talk back. Sing! You better sing! No, you didn't! Shut up! Oh, look, you're so perfect! Folks will talk to me. My instinct is to go, uh, is to say something back, but I go, no, Wayne can't say something. Uh, occasionally, Lola will. So I so I have that freedom, but I have to not just say whatever the hell I want to. Yeah, I. so I. my wife has been pushing us to go back to do more Broadway stuff. So we saw Hamilton, we saw um, uh, Book of Mormon, and watching Good like one. right in front of us, two kids clearly on drugs, uh, another dude who was doing this and like stretching out and looking around and I'm like, I don't, maybe you have, you're really wealthy, but like this is an experience and it's, a, it's it costs a lot. Like there, and these people are right there. Like there's something really intimate and special about going to see theater and watching someone perform. And so you talking about people yelling at you, like that blows my mind. Just the audacity of someone doing that drives me nuts. But it's the day and age that we live in. In, in fact, if I owned a theater, I think I would make it where, where the proscenium arch was either framed as an iPhone or framed as an HD TV so that the buttheads that come to watch the TV would actually, the, the show would feel comfortable because, oh, this is my living room. <sighs> then maybe it, it would soothe them and make the experience a little more um, accessible. Uh, we only got a couple minutes left, but uh, would you do more theater? Oh, I, oh, absolutely. It's no secret to anyone that knows me right now. The reason I got on the plane, gave up four months of my life and left my daughter to come here is because I wanted folks to see me in this light and separate me from the Wayne Brady that does the TV stuff and get away from being a TV personality, which I never wanted to do. Um, I want my Tony. I want to create a show. I want to start an original piece here on Broadway. If I could, that would be the rest of my career. That's awesome. That seems like a pretty fun game. <laughs> yeah. That'd be neat. Uh, cool. Are you going to do the tour? Yeah. yeah. Marvel! <laughs> Load you up with some comics? Come by the office? I wish we had a Lola car so Lola could be sitting in Lola. This is what I, the dumb stuff I... See, but but, that, but I like how you think. I like how you think. <laughs> and you guys have got to come and be my guest at Kinky Boots. A and I mean that. I'm not just saying that for the thing. Will and Michael and Gina, who, Gina Duvall, 
um, is uh, plays Lauren. She's one of the stars of Kinky Boots. She's she's dope. Um, but you guys come, please be my yeah. guest. I will take you, you up you on that. Wonderful intern lady. <laughs> <laughs> she's thrilled. No one talks to the intern. You know what I mean? So so so, so I've got love for you. <laughs> Look at that. Her second day, and she already gets Broadway tickets. Yeah. Um, Wayne, you're on. Uh, you're heavily on Twitter. You you're really great with the fans. How can they uh, follow you on Twitter? They can hit me at at Wayne Brady. I'm I'm trying to up my social media game this year and, and actually tweet not be a curmudgeon. So um, so tweet me at at Wayne Brady. Let's talk comics. Um, uh, you can see me on Instagram at Mr Brady Baby M R Brady Baby all one word. And my Facebook is just a general Facebook. It's Wayne Brady. So. Um, but it's the one of a picture of myself and my daughter. Don't be fooled. There are like 20, I crap you not, 20 fake Wayne Brady's, which I hope they're having better luck on, on Facebook than I am. Do you need the uh, check? you need to get the blue check? Yes, I think I need to get the blue check. I don't know why I haven't done that. Will, I got to get on that, please. The blue check. Yeah, the blue check. Okay. Done. You can make that happen. We can help with the blue check. Yeah, Sweet. People. Check, check me. Check me. <laughs> so please give me a holler, and I love you guys. Thank you. Oh, verified. You want to be verified. Yes, I'm verified on <laughs> why Twitter. Why aren't you verified? Because I didn't care enough about Facebook to, to be, but that's what the kids are doing. Yes. Huh? The kids. Yeah, you got to get the check. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Wayne, thank you. Yeah, really thank appreciate you for it. having me, man. This is Marvel, your universe.